I'm Jim Campbell. Well, it's been a while since we've had a chance to catch up on some items in the tech world that might have escaped our notice as we get more and more involved in the burgeoning holiday season. So, here are a few. First off, regular listeners may recall that on past programs, we've noted that electronic car keys can be a real security problem. If you've ever clicked your car key from 50 feet away from your car and seen the lights flash and the doors open, you've experienced great convenience and, simultaneously, a real security problem. We were reminded of that fact this week when a fellow over in Great Britain had his very expensive new Volvo stolen from his driveway. The very same driveway where he'd had another new car stolen a year before. In both cases, there was no broken glass in the driveway, no metal shards where a door was pried open. Nope, in both cases, the thieves simply captured the signal that the poor fellow's car key, which was in the house, was emitting, amplified it, and fooled the car into thinking that the key was next to the car, so the door opened. And, since the car thought the key was in it, the thieves could simply press the start button, and off they went. After the car owner had his car stolen a year ago, he set up security cameras in his driveway. The cameras didn't stop the second theft, of course, but they did show how the thieves grabbed the signal from the car key, which was on a table inside the house, and sent that signal to the car, which then opened the car door, and off the thieves went. Elapsed time? 90 seconds. Bottom line, most electronic car keys don't have an off button. They are, essentially, always on. The only way to protect those keys from possible signal interception is to keep the key in a metal container. Some people have started putting their keys in their freezer. Others have bought little soft metal packages to put their keys in. The odds that some bad person is going to steal any specific car by intercepting the car key's electronic signal is, of course, pretty small. But, as this current example shows, it can happen and is happening. Whether we want to put our car keys in the freezer is up to us. Meanwhile, we've been hearing a lot about how Internet Service Providers, or ISPs, essentially know everything that we do when we go online. What items we search for or look at, what we watch on video services, what we've bought, what we've looked at and didn't buy, and so on. Congress has rolled back rules which would have prevented ISPs from selling that personal information to others without our consent. As a result, ISPs can essentially do what they want with information that they have about us. In this environment, many people have been championing the use of a VPN, or Virtual Private Network. This is a service that essentially makes what we do online invisible to our internet service provider and pretty much everyone else. That sounds great, but of course, the catch is that the VPN provider can know what we're doing online. So the question then becomes, do we trust the VPN provider? Some recent research into free VPN providers may make us think a moment before we sign up for one of those free services. Note that we are only talking here about free VPN services 
not ones that we pay a fee to use. We'll look at those another time. To quote the Register in a story headlined, quote, Using a free VPN? Why not skip the middleman and just send your data to President Xi? End quote. From that article, quote, Metric Lab's top 10 VPN conducted a rare investigation into the ownership structure and responsiveness of top VPN providers who distributed their services on iOS and through the Google Play Store. 86% are deemed to have substandard security policies that failed to disclose how the data was used. And 59% are either Chinese-backed or actually based in the People's Republic of China. End quote. This kind of information, of course, is not revealed by VPN providers and is, in fact, usually pretty darn hard to track down. It's another reminder that supposed digital problem solutions can often turn out to be pretty big problems themselves. This is particularly true of tools that are supposed to help track people for good reasons, which can turn out to also track people for bad reasons, especially when those people happen to be children. Take, for example, the MySafe's Kids Watcher Plus. It's a watch that kids wear, available through many online sites, through which parents can supposedly track where their kids are by getting updates on the young person's location every five minutes and can initiate or receive calls or messages between parents and kids. Parents who wish to know where their kids are every minute of the day might find such an application pretty handy. Of course, if the security of those every five minute transmissions is weak or essentially non-existent, other less desirable watchers than the parents could also know where a child is every minute of every day. Without going into all the technical details, suffice it to say that the Pen Test Partners Organization in the United Kingdom tested this particular swell kids watch and the results were not at all swell. Using insecure direct object reference or IDOR attacks, the tester was able to, quote, retrieve real-time GPS coordinates of the kids' watches, call the child on the watch, create a covert one-way audio signal spying on the child, send audio messages to the child on the watch, bypassing the approved caller list, and retrieve a photo of the child, plus their name, date of birth, gender, weight, and height. End quote. Convenience can be a great thing in our hurry-up world, but sometimes convenience can carry a price that's significantly higher than the dollars we lay out for those conveniences. In this holiday season, let's make sure that the smiles we hope various electronic doodads will bring to our loved ones don't turn into frowns or even screams down the road. As in so many other parts of life, we'll feel a lot better if we spend a little extra time to be sure that the gifts we give are safe and secure. We'll do our best to help keep folks smiling 
rather than frowning, as we move through our increasingly digital lives and increasingly digital holiday season, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. 